Hey guy, I made. Hey guy, hey guys and girls, I made up a word. Um, unlesses here. I'm gonna use it. Unlesses. I don't think it's a real word. At least my spell check keeps saying no. But uh, I want to talk about the unlesses of Jesus. Uh, in the King James, the word is translated "except." Like when Jesus said to Nicodemus, uh, "Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God." Well, the modern English translation of except is unless. Unless, Nicodemus, a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So I started thinking about the unlesses of Jesus. What are some of the things that he used except in the King's James or the unless in the modern English uh, Jesus brings forth throughout his earthly ministry? Unless this happens, you won't this. It's fascinating. There's, there's several of them and the things he focused on and what he brings forth. It's kind of like an either or or an if then. Unless this happens, this will not be. So let's talk about him. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says, For I say unto you that unless, he's speaking to the Jews, your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will in no way enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's a mind blower. He's talking to the, the peasants and those impoverished and, and the weak and the fleshly. And he says to them, unless your righteousness exceeds the religious leaders around you. Well, they look around and they see a bunch of religious leaders who obey the law. They, they tithe everything. They're very uh, uh, pious in the way they live and walk and speak. And he says, unless your righteousness exceeds theirs, you're in no way going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Of course, nobody's righteousness is going to exceed uh, anybody else's in this life. The only way you're going to have righteousness in this life is by faith upon Jesus. See, he was righteous, you know. So he says, unless your righteousness exceeds the scribes and the Pharisees, how would that happen? By believing on him. That, what he was introducing there is that you shift from obeying laws for your own righteousness, like the scribes and Pharisees, and you look to the one who completed everything perfectly. So we go from law abiding to faith living. So unless your righteousness exceeds these law abiders, you'll never do it. So look on me because I am the one who abided and fulfilled the law completely. And then your righteousness will exceed uh, the Pharisees. What a statement. Then in Matthew 18, 3, Jesus says, I say unto you, unless you be converted and become as little children, you won't enter the kingdom of heaven. Is that literal? Should we all go to wearing shorts and playing in sandboxes with dolls and, and toy guns? Or is it talking about unless your heart is like the heart of a child that relies on God, that lifts up hands like a child does to a parent? Please, can I have some of this? Will you pick me up? Will you help me? I've been hurt. Unless you have that heart, you'll no way enter into the kingdom of God. That's another big unless that Jesus says. And then in Matthew 24, 22, he says, unless those days... Talking, he's describing there what the last days of that age would look like to those four apostles, Peter, James, John, and Andrew. And then he says, unless those days be shortened, there would be no flesh saved. But for the elect's sake, those days were shortened. 
guess what? We read historically, those days were shortened. That's another unless of Jesus applicable to that day and time. And then in Luke 13, 3, he said, Nay, but unless you repent, you will likewise perish. You got to repent or you're going to perish. The word perish there is apolamahi. And apolamahi doesn't mean dissolve completely. It means you're going to suffer ruin. You're going to suffer loss. He says to the people, unless you change your mind, you're going to suffer loss. We talk a lot about the spirit and the flesh here. Unless the people of this world don't change their mind about what they're focused on, they will suffer apulamahi, loss. Loss of what? All the things that they have focused on here. They're going to suffer a loss of that. So you better change your mind is what Jesus said. Of course, he says to Nicodemus, uh, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. And then he repeats it one verse later. And he says, I say unto you, unless a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You got to be born from above. You got to be born from your mother. You got to be born from your above. That's the big unless that he says to Nicodemus. Nicodemus says, how do I be born of um, my mother again? Do I climb into her womb? Got to be born of the spirit. John 4, 8, uh, John 4, 48, Jesus says, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Talking to them then. Have you ever met somebody who says, I'm not going to believe anything until you show it to me. I've met people like that. That's called no faith. And Hebrews 11.6 says, you cannot please God. It's impossible to please him without faith. Impossible. Okay? So when someone says, I won't believe it till I see it, when it comes to signs, miracles, wonders, uh, you know, I won't believe in God until I see his face poke through the clouds, then you are, it's impossible to please God in your life because you don't walk, you refuse to walk by faith. Right? Jesus told the people in his day, you know, Unless you see signs and wonders, you're not going to believe. He called them out on that. That's not the case. Is that not the case with most people? And then in John 6, Jesus said, No man can come to me unless the Father which has sent me to draw him will raise him up at that last day. So there we have God, Jesus saying, You're not going to come to me of your own will. You don't get to choose to come to me. You have to be drawn. Well, I believe scripture also supports the idea that God is calling to all. He's drawing all. He's a God of love. So that statement is fulfilled in the idea that God calls to all. But it also verifies that nobody can come to him unless they heed his call. Jesus turns the heat up in John 6.53 where he reads, And Jesus said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man... Oh boy, and drink his blood. You have no life in you. Literal? Did they, did, should they have taken knives out and cut off his flesh and, and drank his blood? It's not literal. You know, people who take the Bible literally, they got to look at passages like that. The, and we read in scripture that that saying caused many to walk away from him. What was he really saying? Then he was saying, you got to consume me. You've got to be willing to digest and take in everything that I'm about, my life, my death, my resurrection. Unless you're willing to consume me, you aren't going to be worthy of me. And then in John 12, 24, speaking of his death, he said, Verily, verily I say unto you, unless a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it will abide alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. What's the meaning of that? 
He's speaking of his own death. He, and he likens him, his body to a kernel of, I'm going to say corn here. Okay. A corn kernel. Just see it in your mind. You can take that corn kernel, you can put it on your shelf and it can sit there for 400 years and it won't do anything unless it dies, meaning it is buried and it, it starts to corrupt and is broke open. It can't do anything more, but when it is buried and dies, it breaks open and it brings forth what? A corn stalk with thousands of more corn kernels, which too are buried or eaten and then produce more and more. So that's what he was saying about his death. I have to die. And for me to die, that will allow for many, many more to come into the kingdom of God. And then Peter said, if or unless Jesus, I mean, Peter said to Jesus, you're not going to wash my feet. Okay. And he, Jesus says, if or unless uh, I don't wash your feet. You have no part of me. Again, it's symbolic, meaning submit to my will, embrace me, eat of my purpose and meaning. And in John 5, uh, 15, 4, Jesus said, abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit in itself unless it abides in the vine. No more can you Unless you abide in me, right? The unlesses of Jesus, he said, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me, right? So the only way we're going to produce anything, Jesus says, if you don't abide in me by faith, you will not have anything. You'll produce nothing. You'll be cut off and cast away. Suffer apulamahi, loss. You guys think about that, the unlesses of Jesus. I hope they help your life. I hope they don't bring you down in any way, but encourage you to walk in faith and love. Love you. See you next week.